Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome friends to another R slash Am I the Jerk here video. Would you be the jerk for cutting off your sister's childcare? We'll find out, but first a story from Rocks and Hard Places 1. Am I the jerk for going into the ladies room? I'm a 31 year old man and was at a large store yesterday with my 5 month old son when he did what babies do. I went over to the restrooms and saw that there wasn't a family and companion restroom, just the men's and women's. I went into the men's room and saw that there was a cubicle and a few urinals, but no changing table. The sink didn't have a counter either. I walked out and hunted down an employee to ask where the changing table was. She said it was in the bathroom, and I asked where, assuming there was a family or companion restroom on the other side of the store. She took me to the back where I just was. I asked if there was another bathroom, and she said no. I told her I was just in the bathroom and there was no changing table. She asked if I was sure, and suggested I look again. I was annoyed, but I went back in the men's room. No changing table. When I came out, the employee was gone. Keep in mind, my son's been in his poopy diaper this whole time. So I give up and head into the ladies' room, which, sure enough, had a changing table. There was a woman in there washing her hands, and she said, Wrong bathroom, buddy. I gestured to my son and said, No changing table in the men's room. She laughed and said, Bro, that sucks. Then she walked out. So I rushed to change him, hoping to be done before anyone else walked in. I'm almost done when a woman walks in and starts screaming at me. I tried to explain what I was doing, but she kept screaming, Get out! You can't be here! Then she ran out. I finished putting the diaper on and rushed out of the bathroom. I saw the woman talking to an employee and decided to leave without my stuff. The employee tried to wave me down and stop me, but I rushed out to my car, buckled my son into his car seat, and left. My wife said I absolutely did the right thing, but my mom said I'm an idiot and was 100% in the wrong. My sister won't stop laughing at me and is no help at all. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here, and it highlights the obvious problem. There's just way expectation that a man's gonna ever change a baby's diaper. Let's say you were in a male or female public restroom, whatever you would go to, and let's say somebody else of the opposite gender walks in and says there was no changing table in the other bathroom. Would that make you uncomfortable? Is a man walking right into the ladies' public restroom to change their baby a creepy or not okay thing to do? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Our next story is from Renee Marnie. Am I the jerk for telling my sister that she chose the life that she has and she shouldn't complain about it? To start this off, I'm going to give you some context as to what she did and why I don't pity her. I, 28-year-old female, have a sister, Caitlin, who is one year older than me. Growing up, we were dirt poor. Our family nailed almost every single southern hillbilly stereotype on the head. We both did decently, but neither of us had ever considered college. Caitlin graduated high school first and got a full-time job immediately. She began to help with bills, but at some point began thinking about maybe going to school. I was having the same thoughts a year later when I graduated. Well, what we hadn't known was that when our great-grandma died, 
She left my dad all that she had, which came up to a sum of a couple thousand dollars that they decided to save for us. And because Kate began talking about maybe going to school, mom began to save her bill money to add to the sum of the money. Unfortunately, it still wasn't a lot, so our parents sat us down and explained that they had money for only one of us to go to school and that they would have to think about who to give it to. I was prepared to fight for this chance because I realized this was my chance to better myself. I was ready to do whatever it took, but I didn't end up needing to because Kate gave up. I guess Caitlin realized she wouldn't be picked because I had better grades and was more well-liked because mom told me later that day that she had backed down and said to give it to me. So fast forward, I got my BSN and work as a travel nurse. I do very well for myself and live two hours away from my hometown. I went to visit my sister because she's pregnant with my nephew and I missed her and brought some gifts. We had lunch and were chatting about what we were up to when she began to complain and whine that she was tired and asked if I didn't mind if she'd vented. Before I could answer, she started talking about how she was tired all the time from her shifts at work and then having to come home to her kids and her husband. It sounded a lot like she was regretting her life and after about 20 minutes, it was starting to get on my nerves. She would not stop or change topic. Finally, I lost it and told her that I wasn't here to listen to her complain and that she really shouldn't complain about the life she chose. I told Caitlin that if she didn't have to get married or have a low-paying job, and if she had wanted to better herself, she should have fought harder to go to college instead of giving up before she even tried. It ended in her crying, which I felt horrible about, and then she went home without saying anything else. I tried apologizing for how I phrased it, but not for anything I actually said because it was true. But she won't accept it. Our parents have been giving me the cold shoulder and I feel lost because they won't listen to my side of why I said what I said. Am I the jerk here? Personally, I think OP is the jerk here. To me, I think that they should look at that college money that their sister gave up as essentially their sister giving it up to OP. Plus, nobody really knows what headspace Kate was in at that time. They could have been going through some stuff, figured it's just not worth it, gave that money up, and down the road, they're not supposed to be able to regret a decision they made. Overall, I don't even think this is really about the money, it's just about OP attacking their sister's life. I get OP's annoyed or doesn't care enough to sit there and listen to them vent for a little bit, but don't go just like ripping them to shreds for literally no reason but to just put them down. There's no constructive stuff there. Saying, well you should have done this all those years ago, what the heck does that do for anybody? This next story is from Daddy and Daughter Fish. Am I the jerk for wanting to take my daughter fishing? For over a decade, myself and my four best friends have had an annual fishing trip. There's always been a no wives, no girlfriends rule since the beginning, and no one has ever violated it. Two years ago, my friend Tim told the group he wanted to bring his five-year-old son to sort of pass the tradition on to the next generation. At that point, only Tim and I had kids, but my daughter was three and too young for fishing. We all supported Tim's idea and made a big deal over the little guy. He had a great time and came last year as well. My other friend Randy has a four-month-old son now. When the baby was born, Tim gave Randy a children's fishing pole to give to his son on his fifth birthday. So it seemed clear to me that the tradition had evolved to us plus our kids, which I'm cool with. I mentioned to my friends the other day that my daughter was excited for this year's fishing trip and they looked at me like I was crazy. Tim said I shouldn't bring her, and I was baffled. I was super supportive of him bringing his son. 
This is no different. My daughter's now the age Tim's son was when he first came on the trip. Another friend brought up the no wives, no girlfriends rule, which pissed me off. My five-year-old daughter isn't anyone's wife or girlfriend. I said if they don't want my daughter there, then I don't want Tim's son there. Tim was offended and stormed out. Randy said what I said was uncalled for. I said I'm bringing my daughter and that's that. I just want to make sure I'm not being an entitled jerk. Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk, and I understand the whole guy time type idea. Tim bringing his 5 year old son, and OP bringing their young daughter, I would say there's virtually no difference there. The behavior they displayed went from no spouses to just blatantly sexist, for literally no reason other than just to be sexist. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every video has awesome stories like our next story from CarefulPickle555. Am I the jerk for canceling plans with my friend after finding out he put a tracker on my phone? I, 21-year-old female, and my friend, 21-year-old male, are home from college. We went to different high schools, but we were friends through clubs and extracurriculars. We had a friend group senior year that we both hung out in. The friend group died off, but we stayed somewhat in touch and see each other a few times each summer for lunch to catch up. Anyways, we were on the phone about two weeks ago and made plans to chill, grab pizza, and listen to music. We were snapchatting old friends and he snapped some of them back through my phone. I don't think much of handing my phone to him to reply. I mean, I've been friends with this guy for a while now and we've hung out, so we're like decently close I guess. The other day he texted joking about how I needed a better sleep schedule since I was up till 4am. I laughed it off and said yeah, I was up till 6am studying. I asked how he knew and he just laughed it off and made a joke. I didn't think much of it because I know Instagram and Snap sometimes show when you were last active on the app. Anyways, today he texted me joking that I need to charge my phone. I was at 2% and was weirded out by how he knew that. Again, he just laughed it off and made a joke. I was like, what the freak, did you share my location or find my iPhone? He said no and said he'd explain tonight. We had plans to grab food. I was kinda weirded out but he kept joking. I checked find my iPhone and locations and nothing shared. I then realized that on snap he had ghost mode disabled and shared my location with him so. When I asked him about it he denied it and didn't admit to it till I sent a screenshot. I expressed how weird that was but he was joking through it and saying see you later. I've been ignoring his calls and texts since and he's spamming apologies. I was talking to one of my friends, 21 year old female, our mutual friend, and she was weirded out at first but laughed it off. She said it's weird but he was clearly just messing around and I'm being a major jerk for blowing it up when it was totally harmless and that I'm being a jerk for ignoring his calls and apology texts because he clearly didn't mean it since he's panicking that I'm mad. I'm not necessarily mad, I'm just totally weirded out and feel like my privacy's been invaded the past two weeks. I don't know how to feel. Not the jerk, word of advice, cut them off, never talk to them again. That is creepy as heck, that is a weird invasion of privacy. You do not need that in your life. I just hope if you ignore him, he doesn't turn into full on creeper mode. Our next story is from protective older sis. Am I the jerk for telling the neighbor who had said she and her husband could see me in the shower that I wasn't interested in their swinger lifestyle. I moved into an apartment and there's a family across the way. 
I met the parents when I moved in and they seemed nice, but something weird happened. I got a text from the mom saying that she and her husband could see me through my sheer curtains when I was getting out of the shower. Now, I also figured this couple were swingers, they had a bunch of pineapple decor, which in my area is kind of a sign, and when I got this text, I was kind of drunk and read it like a come on. So I replied, sorry, not interested in the lifestyle. She replied asking what I was talking about, and I was like, oh, not into swinging or whatever y'all are into. And this message made me kind of uncomfy, so I'd rather just stop this conversation and pretend like it never happened. It really didn't click for me that it might be something other than a come on. Like, maybe some kind of jealousy thing or just general creepy curtain twitcher stuff. But I didn't reply to apologize or anything, and since then the couple's been really awkward and cold towards me. I feel like I was probably mistaken with what's going on, and they're feeling awkward. Am I the jerk for my response to my neighbor's texts about them seeing me? I would say OP's leaning more towards jerk than not jerk, I think? Honestly, I'm more confused than anything too. Has OP never actually grasped that they're just trying to give them a heads up that whatever shower situation they got, they can see them through probably some window or whatever? Like, there's no creepy thing going on here, there's no swinger thing. It's like a courtesy thing and OP just doesn't seem to understand that. This next story is from Lucifer91. Am I the jerk for giving a coworker a piece of candy to help with nausea? As quick background, I, 30-year-old female, get really bad car sickness. And when I get migraines, I get nauseous, so I carry these ginger candies that's meant to help with nauseousness. And yes, they do come from the pregnancy and prenatal area of the store. And it is targeted to pregnant people. But they do help with nausea without taking actual meds that a lot of the time make me tired. So yesterday morning, one of my leads, a 28-year-old male, at work was not feeling well and was feeling nauseous, so I gave him one of my candies from my bag. I did tell him it was a ginger candy that was meant to help with nausea. It seemed to help him, and a couple hours later, he asked if I had any more, so I gave him a small handful. Well, I found out this morning that A is upset with me because our supervisor, M, 34-year-old male, must have recognized the wrappers to the candies and that his wife used those candies for both of her pregnancies. Now the guys at work are talking about how it was a jerk move to give him pregnancy treatment. They were all natural and had nothing other than natural ingredients to him. And now he's ignoring me. These aren't like pregnancy vitamins that OP gave him. It's like basically giving somebody a cough drop. It's just you happen to find it in that aisle. This makes me think about kids back in like middle school or high school where because they think some kid is weird that any seed or anything they come in contact with is gross and icky. A lot of women use it during pregnancy, it's found in the pregnancy aisle, but that doesn't mean it's gross and icky and off limits for the manly men out there. Ew, my wife used that during pregnancy, ew that's gross. Our next story is from Jamnica Drink. Am I the jerk for getting a car for my stepson and not my bio kids? I just want to say that I know I was an awful person back in the day, and that's not what I'm here about. I, 37-year-old male, have a pretty bad past. I got married at 20, had a kid, had another kid, did drugs, drank way too much, and gambled all our money away, then cheated on my wife. She divorced me, got custody, and I barely ever saw the kids. I didn't pay child support. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. I never visited. I just did drugs. Four years ago, I got sober. My kids are now 17-year-old male and 16-year-old female. I got a job, graduated from community college, got a good office job, got my own place and started paying child support, which I'll have to pay for a long time because there's so many years I didn't cover. I see my kids on the weekends now and we're slowly establishing a relationship again. I've been dating my fiance for a little over a year now. We live together and her son, 16 year old male, lives with us. For his birthday, we bought him a car. For my son's last birthday, I got him an Xbox and for my daughter's a new guitar. When my ex found out about the car, she flipped out and said if I had extra money, I can buy stuff for my actual children who also want nice things. I told her I got my kids what they'd asked for for their birthdays and if they want cars, I'll gladly pay 50% of the cost. Because I paid 50% for my stepson, the other 50 was paid by my fiancé. She called me a selfish jerk and said I haven't changed at all. I'm going to say that OP is the jerk here, and it's not about the fact that they bought the steps on the car. It's that they were able out of nowhere to just go and spend 50% of the cost of the car for the stepson. Meanwhile, throughout the entire kid's lives, couldn't pay child support, gambled all the money away, and pretty much never once paid for the kids to have anything even remotely as nice as a new car, or even probably 50% of one. This next story is from Seascape9775. 
Am I the jerk for telling my husband to give me back our child in front of our relatives? My husband and I have a toddler who's almost three years old. He's in the midst of his terrible twos and most days are extremely trying. He's currently also showing a strong preference for me over my husband. He refuses to go to my husband and prefers that I do the caretaking and comfort him when he feels down. My husband's really down about this and rightfully so. Yesterday we had a small family gathering that included extended family. Towards the later part of the gathering, my son started to get very cranky. My husband went to pick him up to calm him down and my son started crying and screaming that he wanted me. My husband felt really upset about this and likely embarrassed because it was in front of others. So he kept trying to calm my son down. I offered to take my son and calm him down, but my husband refused, insisting he could do it on his own. Ten minutes on and the tantrum is just getting stronger. I felt really upset hearing him scream and cry and just told my husband to give him to me as he clearly needed my comfort. He reluctantly passed our son to me and he stopped crying. My husband was extremely upset with me when we got home and said that I made everything that much worse because now everyone knows my son doesn't want him. I feel really bad because I think I didn't put myself in his shoes to think how he would feel and only considered my son and wanted him to stop being upset. Am I the jerk? I think Opie's not the jerk here because let's say the husband is trying to settle the toddler, the toddler's just giving a fit. Opie says, just give them to me, I'll take care of them. Husband hands it off. Is anybody ever going to like judge that? Are they going to be snobs and say, oh, Opie's husband doesn't know how to settle their toddler. I think the husband's making this in front of relatives aspect way bigger than it ever needs to be. Our next story is from Haunting Curve 3072. Am I the jerk for trying to talk my friend out of taking a paternity test? My friend Nick and his wife Jess just had a baby. I'm close friends with both of them. The baby looks just like Nick. There's a no question they're related. One of Nick's friends is a bit of a MG toe type of guy, and he brainwashed Nick into wanting to take a paternity test. Nick asked my advice on how to bring up this topic with Jess. I was shocked. I thought their relationship was good and they trusted each other, and the baby looks just like Nick. I started asking Nick questions as to why he thinks Jess cheated. What did she do that made him suspicious? He admitted that she didn't do anything, but he needs this test to be certain. So I told Nick I think it's a bad idea and could really hurt Jess. She had an extremely traumatic birth. The baby was huge. She didn't get an epidural and everything ripped. I think she might even have postpartum depression. What she needs is support and love, not accusations of cheating. He kept saying he needs this to be certain and Jess should be understanding. So I asked him how he would feel if Jess asked for a paternity test for him and Anna's, his female best friend's baby, who was born last year. He said he would be really disappointed in Jess and it would make him rethink their entire relationship, possibly even break them up. But it's different because Jess doesn't have to spend money on and raise Anna's baby, thinking it's hers when it might not be. Nick's now mad at me for not supporting and helping him. He says that I'm a woman and I could never understand how it is to be the father and I'm not even trying to understand it, which is partially true, but I can say the same thing about him, that he's not even trying to understand how it is to the mother to be baselessly accused of cheating after such a traumatic birth. Am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk here. If it seems pretty blatantly clear that this is not a situation where you would really ever suspect them of cheating and things are tense, 
Like, it's just not the right time to rock the boat in that way. You just shouldn't rock the boat. That said, although it probably would rock the boat heavily, I do feel like if a father of a kid is having doubts and wants a paternity test, I think they should have every right to get one. But again, this one seems like it's coming from insecurity and it stands to just really mess a lot of things up. I think he has every right, but it might cost the relationship getting that answer. Our next story is from Don't Come to Papa. Am I the jerk for closing up and not giving pizzas to a customer who was 7 minutes late to pick up her $150 order? For background, I'm a very pissed off and disgruntled assistant manager of a national chain pizza place. I got an online order at the last minute just as I was sending a driver home for the night. Rude woman, but I tried to accommodate. She started screaming at me something about a 30 minute guarantee. Wrong restaurant. Way wrong decade. Finally, we worked it out that she would come pick it up at 12.45 so I could lock up at 1. Her very upscale house was less than a minute from the strip mall, so I get everything moving all by myself and 12.45 rolls around and she's not there. I call her number and it goes straight to voicemail. I get a bad feeling and sure enough, as the last pizza rolls out and I box it up at 1.01, she's not there. I say screw it. Against company rules, I start to pack everything up in my car to go deliver to the houseless camp that's on my way home. I lock up, have everything loaded, and at a 107 she comes screaming into the parking lot. She asked if I was Wes the manager. I said yes. She said she was here to pick up her order. I said you're late. She said I had to be kidding her. I said no, I already stayed open an hour late and she didn't show up. She said she was going to force you to open the store and turn on those freaking ovens. I said no, and she could take some solace in the fact that her order was actually going to make some skills super happy at the camp. She said she didn't know what a scale was, so I chuckled, and that really made her mad, and she said her husband was on his way to get this taken care of. I asked her if she was threatening me. She said take it however I chose. Oh, and of course she was filming the entire thing on her phone. I went back into the store to do my last closing item, and by the time I got out, her husband was there looking like a huge cherry tomato about to explode, and apparently couldn't even get a word out. I locked the door, got in my car, they followed me for a while but eventually gave up. I felt pretty proud of myself for a bit, but I guess here's the thing. I don't know what was going on in their house and a nice person should have just given them the pizza. They had paid, I had it boxed and ready to go, and they did show up, but on the other hand, they did not stick to their end of the agreement. On the other other hand, my manager's going to get a call from regional and going to get his butt chewed. These people will be refunded their money and probably get a whole lot of gift codes so we'll have to deal with them again. I could have just given them their pizza and made life a lot easier for all of us. Was I the jerk for not giving them their pizza even though they were late? This is a classic everybody's the jerk here story. Of course that lady is the jerk for being over 20 minutes late when they promised they would show up at 12.45. OP's also a jerk, they should have just given the pizza up. It would have shut them up, it would have stopped this whole thing from happening, they would have gone home. No need to work up the cherry red tomatoes blood pressure like that. This next story is from Victim Throwaway 2846 Would I be the jerk if I pointed out the flaw in my friend's tattoo? To start this off, I'll say that I have a master's degree in Viking and Medieval Norse studies. In those two years, we also studied runes and runic lettering extensively. Okay, so my friend just got a tattoo of some runic letters, and I just saw her picture on Instagram. 
However, the runes she chose are just random letters, and one of them isn't even a rune, rather some magic symbol. Not to mention the runes that do translate to letters are from separate alphabets, making it very confusing trying to decode what it's supposed to say. By the caption on the post, it seemed like it was supposed to be someone's name. I'm assuming it's initials though, as the words don't make sense. I'm meeting up with her tomorrow anyway, so would I be the jerk if I asked what it's supposed to say and gently pointed out that it's gibberish? I think OP would be the jerk, unless their tattoo literally said something like horrendously foul. If they're enjoying it, just let them enjoy it. Our next story is from Dad Japanese. Am I the jerk for offering my son to change his name if he wants to? I, 36-year-old male, American, lost my wife to COVID two years ago. She was 33-year-old female, Japanese. I worked in Japan when I met her eight years ago and stayed there. She was a single mom to a boy, who is now 10 years old, and I adopted him after we got married. I'm now his only parent. We moved to the US for my job a year ago. He loves it here, Seattle. He has some friends, his English is perfect, and we still go to Japan for holidays two times a year to see his maternal grandparents who live there. He has a Japanese name that sounds a lot like an English curse word, so he's been getting bullied a lot in school. He's starting a different school in the fall and he's scared the bullying will just continue there. I told him I love his name, and his mother chose it because it has a lot of meaning in Japanese. But nevertheless, if he wants to change his name, like add an American middle name, and go by the new name, we can do that. He was happy that he has this option, he said he'll think about it. His maternal grandparents are absolutely outraged, called me a jerk, and said I'm Americanizing my son. Am I the jerk? I mean, while it might be true it kind of is an Americanization, it's not about Americanizing them. This isn't being done just because we got that good old American spirit. It's just about improving the quality of life. So in my opinion, OP's not the jerk and the maternal grandparents can stay mad. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for no longer paying for my sister's childcare? So I, 28-year-old female, used to make 200 plus thousand in my old job working at a big tech company. Really horrible working conditions, 12 to 16 hours, and I very nearly got burnt out. I had a lot of company stocks on the line, but left before any of them were vested, so I got nothing. But in the end, it was all I could do to get up in the morning. Now, I switched to a job making $120,000, still not bad, but the real benefit is how they treated me. Really relaxed environment, I never work a full 8 hours, usually more like 6. If I tell them I'm not ready to PR, they don't make it seem like I'm a murderer. Definitely the best job I've had and I plan to stay. Only thing is, my parents and sister are pissed at me because I was paying my sister's childcare costs and then stopped. Her ex-husband divorced her and left the country, so she can't get child support from him, so now she has two kids and has to work. My parents live in Spain at the moment and can't help, so she asked me to pay childcare, and I did for a while because it didn't affect me financially, making as much as I did. After I started job searching, I told her I wasn't paying for her childcare soon, because my next job won't be as much. It isn't, but she's pissed because she expected I would pay for it forever. I told her I couldn't be expected to pay for it forever, but she's mad because she had to quit her job because childcare was more expensive. She thinks because I paid for it once, I'm responsible until they can go to school. But that's insane to me. 
We had a fight where she blamed me for being weak, for quitting my high-paying job after I complained it was stressful, and told me she could handle any amount of stress if she made what I did. I lost my temper and told her to go to school and study instead of dating losers and dropping out and then she can make what she wants. She started scream yelling at me and I hung up. So I definitely think OP is not the jerk here. First of all, I don't think OP was ever truly obligated to pay for any of this stuff. And let's be real, anybody expecting you to pay for their childcare for forever? That's kind of a laughable idea, isn't it? This might stress or ruin the relationship between sisters, but what can you do? And also, if I was working 12 to 16 hours a day, not surviving would be like the bare minimum for me. There is no way I could ever do such a thing. Working 12 to 16 hours at a big tech company, I think I'd last like 3 days tops. I don't know how long OP worked there working 12 to 16 hour days, but that is just mind boggling to me. Is the average human even awake for more than 16 hours a day? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the video on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.